0: Bismillah, Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu ala Rasulillah, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa amma ba'd. alaykum wa rahmatullahi How's everybody doing Alhamdulillah. So today, inshaAllah, we are going to be giving our, uh, the conclusion, inshaAllah, of Surah al takwir uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, what? In these concluding remarks, finally closing up about the topic of the Qur'an, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, what? In illa dhikrun Allah says, in illa which means what? It is not except in, in in here means like la, like not. It is not huwa. It is not illa except dhikrun lil alamin. It is nothing but a reminder to the worlds. It's a very interesting ayah because Allah Taala just spent the past big section from ayah from ayat number nineteen to twenty-six. Allah Taala was what discussing the source, how reliable the source is of this Quran. And now you find that Allah Ta'ala is talking about the contents of the Qur'an. And saying what? That this is just a reminder. A reminder as in something you already know to be true. Because you innately know that there is one God, and because you innately know that accountability is coming. So subhanAllah is very, very... After all this discussion about how authentic it is, finally Allah says, Okay, we've discussed at length, you know, from 19 to 26, these ayats all about what came from Jibreel, alayhi salam, and that the Prophet is not crazy, and that he is, here, you, you know, he is... Uh, he, he, he saw clearly And all these different ayat And now Allah is saying Now what's the content? It is nothing but a reminder You already know this to be true And by the way There are a number of ayat uh, another number of surahs in the Quran A number of surahs in the Quran Which finish in this fashion So you have surah at Which is one of them You have also in surah Yusuf In, illa dhikrun in uh, ayah number 104 So very close to the ending You also have what? In illa dhikrun lil'alameen in, uh, At the end of surah Sad, near, near the end of surah Sad, Right? So it's three And then a fourth one Which is what? Wama hua illa dhikrun lil'alameen uh, The conclusion of what? Surah uh, uh, Qalam. So it's four different surahs where Allah Ta'ala is concluding by saying, What? This is what you already know. This is nothing new to you. It's just dhikr. It's just a reminder. You already know this. So, uh, you know, subhanAllah, four different surahs, you go through the whole surah, there's all these lessons, then Allah says, You already know this to be true. It's already confirmed in your heart. Just admit it. SubhanAllah. It's a very powerful way of concluding. And then, Alamin.' this means for all worlds, for everybody, for all peoples. In other words, this implies that even the disbelievers know deep down that this message has universal appeal which is in stark contrast to the shirk religions that they're following, or these superstitious religions, these religions based in nonsense, which are always tribal, and they always have a lot of cultural baggage. That's what you, you'll notice when it comes to every other deen. You'll find, like, for example, other religions, you'll find that they take on so many aspects of, like, the religion changes int- entirely based on race. Whether you're, you know, a simple example Like Greek Orthodox, why does it have to be the Greeks, you know what I'm saying And so on and so forth, there's a bunch of There's a, there's a bunch of different religions that they're literally Tied to uh, the, uh, A people, or a nation, or A culture, or things like this, and you'll, you'll Find this to be the case often, whereas this Islam SubhanAllah, you find that it's the same everywhere So this is Also a very interesting ayah, because Allah says For whoever wills amongst you to take The right course, so these Two verses coming together of what inna illa dhikrun lil alamin liman sha'a an yastaqim they are very similar and parallel to the previous surah which says what kalla innaha tadhkira liman sha'a dhakara so uh, which mean what no indeed these verses are just a reminder for whoever uh, uh, So whoever wills to remember it So when you put these two together What you find is that in Surah 80 Which is Surah Abbasa, Ayat 11 and 12 Allah is saying what? The Qur'an is a reminder For those who want to be reminded As opposed to those who'd rather forget reality And then here in Surah Al-Takweer Ayat 27 and 28 Allah is saying what? The Qur'an is again a reminder Same message But for those who want to live upon the straight path Uh, As opposed to those who'd rather veer off in every direction And be in complete misguidance And so both are saying What, this is a reminder, this is a reminder But in one of them, for those who want to be on the clear path uh, Excuse me, for those who uh, want clarity And want to be reminded And for those who want to be on the right path This is very very similar to what Knowing the path, walking the path These two coming together as similar to what We make dua 17 times a day Oh Allah, I don't want to be like those who have uh, earned your wrath Earned wrath. Why do they earn wrath? Because they knew the truth, but they wanted to veer off the wrong direction. That's مَخْلُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ الضَّالِينَ Those who don't know the right direction. They're completely lost. So it's just interesting that these two sets, they very much parallel together. It's a reminder if you want to know the truth and keep stay reminded about the truth. And it's a reminder why if you want to stick on the right path Knowing the truth and living the truth These two coming together in these two surahs that are back uh, to back Very beautiful just to paint a complete picture Now, it's also interesting that the word li is mentioned twice here So uh, uh, it says in, uh, in illa This is for who? This is for all of the worlds For everybody, for all of mankind Then Allah says Liman sha'a an For whoever wants to be on the right path So the question is, wait a second Who is it for? Is it for everybody, or is it for those who want to be on the right path? Allah said both. There's the li, for, who is it for, as mentioned twice. And you could say that, subhanAllah, this is kind of implying what? The difference between uh, idealistically and re- realistically. It's as if Allah is saying, this is for everybody idealistically. Idealistically is for everybody. But realistically, for those who want to be on the straight path, practically those are the only ones that are actually going to implement it. And this you could say is highlighting the difference between Allah's you could say Allah has a will, but Allah's will can be described in two different ways. Al Irada al and Al Irada or Asherayyah. What does that mean? Allah has the will of what happens, but Allah also has the will of what He wants for us, but we get to choose. So simple example. Al Irada al Kawniyah would be the example of today did the sun come up? Yes, the sun came up today, right? Did anybody have any uh, choice in that? No, this is Allah's will And nobody could, could debate or, or fight against the fact that the sun came up today It was going to happen whether we liked it or not, right? This is Al-Irada al a God's will in the universe But Al-Irada Al-Shari'iya God's will is that everybody pray, prays five times a day Does everybody pray five times a day? No, not everybody prays five times a day So there's also Allah's will But it's not one that he is enforcing Why? Because Allah Ta'ala wants to give us free will and the choice So you see the difference between the two wills When we talk about will And so subhanAllah it's very interesting that both are highlighted This is a dhikru lil This is for everybody But it's only going to be for who? Those who actually want to be on the straight path SubhanAllah So the, the two lambs emphasize this dichotomy very beautifully Furthermore Um This is a very, very scary message to all of us who need to remember and recognize that we can very easily be replaced We can be very easily replaced This message doesn't need the Quraysh This was being presented to the Quraysh, right? At the time of the Prophet this surah was being presented It's early Mecchi surah being presented to the Quraysh And Allah is saying, what? This is for al-alamin This is for every nation This is for everybody So if you, Quraysh, you refuse, you're just going to miss your chance And you're going to be replaced by somebody else and I've said this before uh, in this message. some people didn't like it I've said it actually at a conference recently but it's the fact that look if our kids keep persistent, persistently rejecting Islam then the fact of the matter is that other converts will come and take their place so a lot of us, we think to ourselves that oh, you know, uh, uh, you know my kids uh, no, I will only talk to them about Islam well the fact is, mashallah, I hope you do teach them as best you can and try to raise them upon Islam and inshallah, never quit on them and always try to help them and always try to guide them and one day, inshallah, it, it will help But the fact fact of the matter is, at the same time, as they say, diversify your investments, right? So you're investing in your kids as much as you can, but at the same time, come to the masjid. Teach a willing convert, somebody who wants to embrace Islam, teach them Fatiha. Teach them how to read the Quran. Teach them how to pray their Salah, right? Uh, these these are also investments for your akhira and who knows, maybe the convert will accept Islam today and then become worse tomorrow and so that investment won't go anywhere or it could be the case vice versa, that it's your kids they're the ones that are not going to be a long term investment because they're going to walk away from their Islam and we have to be accepting of this reality and try to diversify our investments and even tell our kids listen, if you decide to walk away just so you know, you will be replaced And this ummah is a brotherhood and a sisterhood and a family that's even more important than than bloodlines. So as much as I love you and I want to see you guided and I will always be in your corner and trying to guide you to the truth, if you keep rejecting, there are others that want it. And, uh, of course, we need to give those people attention. Now, uh, give them their due rights. Now, uh, another point that's interesting is that these two ayats could be referring to salah in and of itself. As Allah is saying, مَنْ This is a reminder for whoever wants to be straight. The reminder is the Qur'an, and those who want to be straight could be those who are standing in rows of prayer. And they're giving the reminder because they're repeating what? What they've memorized of the Qur'an. So this whole, this whole section could be a reference to salah. That it is just a reminder that you are reciting when For those who are standing in straight rows behind you O Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam What a beautiful uh, you know, sort of image that Allah Ta'ala is putting forth And even the word liman sha'a Sha'a means to will But it's a very strong word Because it comes from shayt And a shayt means a thing in other words, it's, it's, it's something concrete It's something uh, physical, tangible It is a, a shape, it's a thing And so sha'a is when you have a concrete Intention, as opposed to let's say irada Which is what you want, but it may never manifest uh, In fact, the person uh, May have just a, a very light Intention, and that's why Allah Ta'ala is saying what Fa'ayna where are you going In just uh, two ayat ago Allah is saying fa'ayna tadhaboon, where are you going As opposed to saying what, where would you like to go Or where are you thinking of going, no, where are you going Where are you physically, tangibly going And so Allah is saying, if you will, if you have the serious uh, resolve to actually be upon the straight path, then this is the reminder for you. So it's very, very powerfully worded. Um, This book will only help those who intend to apply it, as Allah Ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an. That this Islam and this deen is only going to benefit those who actually apply it As Allah says in the, right at the beginning of Surah Baqarah Hudan lil Muttaqin. This is a guidance for those who have taqwa Who actually have self-restraint and, and push away from evil And actually apply this Islam And the Prophet ﷺ also says This is a hadith that has some weakness in it But it's still a very interesting hadith Nonetheless, the Prophet ﷺ says what? Man that whoever seeks knowledge in order to either argue with foolish people or to show off to scholars or to attract people's attention, then this person will be in the fire. Subhanallah. So what is your intention? illa liman sha'a, minkum yastaqim. You have to want and have a desire to be straight, not just try to get attention, not just try to sound smart, not just try to win in arguments, not to show off to intelligent people not to just give a really nice presentation and everybody smiles at you you have to want to live the straight path this is what this is the important point and al-istiqama istiqama implies what straight path not going into excesses or deficiency you shouldn't have ifrat or tafreet ifrat means doing too much Tafrit means doing too little and this is exactly what this deen implies it's the middle path not going to any extreme we know that every single revelation Every single one of the Prophet, every every single time that the Allah Ta'ala sent a Prophet with legislation. That legislation was good for those people at that time. And the Prophet was sent to all of mankind. It is for everybody. And what does that imply? That the istiqamah is to be uh, How do you stay on the middle path? To apply it to the right amount according to your circumstances. A good example of this would be what? If you have water, make wudu. If you don't have water, what do you do? Tayammu, simple. If you can pray standing up, pray standing. If you can't, what do you do? Pray sitting. And if you can't, pray sitting down. This is the beauty of this Islam that it's so, uh, what's it called, uh, um, uh, malleable to the po- uh, well, not so malleable, but malleable to the point that it fits the right circumstances. It fits people's circumstances. And this is istiqama, being on the right path to not being either extreme or ifrat or tafrit. It's not being either doing too much or too little. May Allah Ta'ala protect us from this type of instability. In fact, the Prophet says what? Halikal <laughs> Which means, uh, destroyed are the extremists or the hair splitters or the nitpickers. Destroyed are these people. Destroyed are these nitpickers or extremists—the ones who go so deep into matters where it becomes useless, just splitting hairs and uh, being uh, in the extremes. That this is something that is very, very evil. In fact, you have to be easy on yourself, as Allah Taala says, as the Prophet says in Sahih Muslim: "Inna Allah Rafiqun, rifq wa ma la 'ala al-'unfi." That indeed Allah is gentle and loves gentleness, and He gives. Due to gentleness, that which He does not give due to harshness. So Allah Taala is going to give you more blessings if you take things easy and don't go into too much excess in terms of harshness. But at the same time, you don't want to be lazy, as the munafiqeen the hypocrites, that when they stand for prayer, they stand lazily. This is uh, being warned about. So we have to be on the middle path, not too lazy and not too extreme in details. You want to have istiqamah, be on the middle path. Final ayah of this surah, insha'Allah, Allah Ta'ala says what? And you do not will, except that Allah wills, the Lord of the world. Subhanallah. By the way, again, you find that these concluding remarks are also very similar to other surahs. Like, for example, in surah Al Muddathir, And they will not remember except that which Allah wills. So it's a very similar reminder At the end of surah mudathir And at the end of surah insan وَمَا تَشَاءُونَ إِلَّا أَن يَشَاءَ اللَّهُ And you do not will Except that what Allah wills So subhanAllah It's amazing that over and over again You find this concluding remark of what? You can't do anything without my will So what is this? This is ending in a number of surahs It's ending with a taste of humility We think that We're completely autonomous, yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins by mentioning what? That He controls the sun, and He controls the sun's destruction, right? The first ayah. The sun's going to be wrapped up, and subhanAllah, the sun is something much more big, much more powerful, much more energy than us. And Allah is saying, you don't think I control that? And so this surah is now concluding by saying, don't forget, you're way smaller than that. You're way tinier than that. So this idea that you know, you're completely autonomous and nothing is overpower, uh, uh, has any power over you, this is nonsense. You should have some humility. In fact, the asbab al-Nuzul, the cause of revelation, mentioned by al-Wahidi, is what? "Lemma Allahu liman an When this verse that says that whoever wills amongst you, take a right course, when this was revealed, Abu Jahl said, in He said in response to that That's for us If we want, we'll be upright And if we don't want, we won't be upright So he was kind of mocking the Qur'an Saying, see, look, Allah says If you want to, be upright So it's, it's, it's my choice So Allah Ta'ala then continues and says What? فَأَنزَلَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ وَمَا تَشَاءُونَ إِلَّا أَن يَشَاءَ اللَّهُ رَبُّ الْعَالَمِينَ and you do not will except that Allah wills the Lord of the world in other words you don't have this ability to just say you know what I feel like being guided no you have to beg for guidance you have to be humble towards guidance and you have to make the intention but then say ya Allah without you I can never be guided in the end our concrete intentions are nothing without Allah's divine will Allah placed our will, our will was put in front, was mentioned first, because we need to take the initiative, but then we need to depend upon Allah. Uh, Without without this realization, you find two extremes. Some people are so arrogant that they think they could do whatever they want on their own, that's one extreme, and the other extreme is what? A complacent person who depends upon Allah and makes no effort. Oh, if Allah wants to guide me, he'll guide me. If he doesn't want to, he won't guide me. These two extremes are no good. You have to will, but then have the humility to admit that you will only uh, have the ability if Allah gives it to you. And these two ayat uh, ayah, ayah 28 and 29 Beautifully have this balance Of affirming Ayah number 28 Affirming that we have free will Which is a refutation to the Jabariyyah and the Jahmiyyah And then Ayah number 29 An affirmation that our will is limited by Allah's will Which is a refutation of the qadariyah and the mu'tazila So for those of you that are studying sectarianism Just so you know <laughs> these, these deviant sects have been addressed In these ayat. Subhanallah. Yes, we should remember Final points, final two points inshallah Then we're done Uh, This surah began with a very chaotic scene A very, very chaotic scene Uh, As we know, the whole beginning of the surah Was all about this chaotic scene And so this surah is now now ending With the realization that life Doesn't have to be pure chaos It doesn't have to be completely chaotic Why? As long as you want the straight path As Allah mentioned in 28 And as as long as Allah gives you success in that Ayah number 29 Inshallah you can be on the straight path Not some chaotic path Yastaqim so, you can be on the straight path as long as you want it and as long as Allah gives you the success to do so. It's a very, very beautiful conclusion to what began with pure chaos and is now moving to something a lot more, um, you could say, uh, 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 heartwarming and a lot more calming that it, not everything's chaos. Alhamdulillah, I can be on a straight, clear, good path. It doesn't have to be completely out of control. The final point, inshallah, that I think is really, really something beautiful to end on, inshallah, is what? That this surah had 14 ayat. So, 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 so let's, let's, let me go back. This whole surah is 29 ayat, right? 29 ayat. You could break it down, one way you could break it down is what? 14, and then 14, and then 1. Because 14 plus 14 is 28, right? So 14 and 14 and then 1. Why? Why do I say that? Because the first 14 ayat are all about judgment day and how scary it will be. You could call this negative reinforcement. Negative reinforcement. Watch out, judgment day is coming, right? It's like instilling fear. And then the next 14 ayat are the opposite, instilling hope. It's all about positive reinforcement. All, it's all, uh, the next 14 ayats are all about revelation and how authentic it is and how beautiful it is and how, how much guidance it will give you, and et cetera, et cetera. It, All The next 14 ayats are all about what? Guidance. So you have the fear and then the hope. Or you could say the negative reinforcement and then the positive reinforcement. And then after the negative and the positive reinforcement, you have this one ayah which is concluding everything, which is saying what? It's reminding you that Allah is in charge. Why? Because after you've heard 14 ayats about the fear and negative reinforcement and then 14 ayat about hope and the positive reinforcement you might think that the negative and the positive reinforcements prove that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really wants to convince you as if Allah ta'ala is somewhat desperately trying to convince you you might have this evil thought go into your mind make you feel like you're in charge and God is desperate to get your approval a'udhu billah so therefore the final ayah says what? the concluding statement is about your, cho- your choosing your choice and Allah is basically saying what? it's not Your choice only Yes, you have to choose the right path But Allah Ta'ala must approve it Otherwise, you will never be guided So from that perspective When you break it down from 14 and then 14 Negative and then positive Or you could say uh, fear and then hope And then the final one is saying By the way, this is by Allah Ta'ala's will Don't think that in any way Oh, I will make my decision There's so much uh, you know, uh, convincing going on This must be a desperate situation No, no, there's no desperation Allah Ta'ala is the only one that guides If he wills So never get it twisted SubhanAllah A little concluding with a little dose of humility May Allah Ta'ala keep us humble all times Amin ya Rabbil Alameen May Allah Ta'ala make this uh, tafsir beneficial May Allah Ta'ala help us to have hope and fear In the right balance uh, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, ameen ya rabbil alameen, and Inshallah ta'ala, hopefully we'll continue with Surah Abasa after the month of Ramadan, so Inshallah, an early Ramadan, Mubarak to everybody, Barakul Afikum, wassalamu alaykum, wa rahmatullahi ta'ala, wa barakatuh.